0: Ashley's daily encouragement you guys this is the third time I've had to record this episode I started to record it the first time the phone was ringing so I stopped it and then I started recording it the second time was having a great time got it all recorded and then um, I was deleting the first one that I did and then it deleted this one too I don't know what I did you guys so now this is my third time third time to charm you guys I hope this works out so anyway I hope you guys are enjoying the life coaching series. I'm doing my absolute best to walk you guys through the process the Lord walked me through. Um, as I began to get healed in those four areas I talk about all the time. And as I began to uncover my values and my character and, um, really find my identity so I could walk out the purpose that God had, the, God, the purpose that God has for me in my life. And I to share this with you guys because I hope and pray that you guys can find healing in your life. And, um, also reveal your skills and your talents and your character and all those things that are hidden in the soil of your own life, you guys. And so I pray this podcast does that. Like I said, I'm doing my absolute best. It's not going to be perfect. Um, whatever the definition of perfection is. Um, I guess the only definition of perfection would mean that I would be able to meet every single one of your expectations, but of course I'm not able to do that. Okay. Here's my little man hollering at me. Yep. Yeah, it's like 8 30 around here. They're finishing up breakfast. We're gonna start homeschool here in about an hour or so. So, anyway, you guys, what was I just saying about that? Um, so yeah, just hoping that you guys can get healing in your life and, and walk through this process. It's not gonna be perfect, as I was saying. I guess it would only be perfect if I met every single expectation that every single person had out there. However, that's going to be impossible because I don't know everyone listening to this podcast. I don't know what you guys are expecting from it, and therefore, you guys are gonna have to be the one that's going to have to readjust your expectations. I can't do that for you. So all I'm saying is, um, I just hope that you guys are um, open, open, and understanding. I have some of those character traits that we talked about last week in the beginning of the podcast, and uh, you know, could just take take what you need, take the meat and leave the bones. You know, you're not everything will be relevant to you. Um, you may not get so much value out of it as you expected. As I said, that's going to be on your expectation. Just know that I really am doing my doing my best to communicate with you guys for the sake of you guys, getting healing and freedom in your life, um, uncovering your true identity in Christ um, that's hidden through the soil of your own life. And I'm going to walk you guys through the process that the Lord walked me through. So before we get into it, you guys, I want to pray with you guys really, really quick. And I want to talk to you guys today a little bit more about shame and uh, how everyone experiences that and, uh, you know, how does this, this apply to all with um, with or without God, right? How do we all experience shame with or without the knowledge of God? And so I want to talk about that today, you guys. Um, this was sort of a foundational thing for me. So let's go ahead and pray and we'll jump into the episode. Uh, Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that you're with us. Through every situation that we're in, every single day. Um, thank you, God, that there really is no shame with you, Lord. There's no we're not we're not worthless because of our performance god we know that we're not all knowing lord there's certain things that we've done in life that we did out of ignorance god we didn't know any better the rules that were handed down to us by our empty way of life handed down to us by the people that raised us up god they didn't always know everything lord we know that everyone's trying to do their best lord and uh god we just pray that you will open up our hearts to receive your grace to receive the love that you have for us god so we can get that healing we need in every area of our life and you know, walk out the function and the purpose you have for each life that you put here, God, that you was that was uniquely made in your image, Lord. So I just pray you bless this podcast today. Help us to understand the rules we're living by, how they are impacting us, in a, and to be able to make a decision of what we want, Lord, in our life. What do we want? How do we need to change so we can get healed and find our purpose in this life, God? Um, help us to do it in the context of our lives and be be realistic and be real and trust your grace and your love through this process, God. So I love you, Lord. I thank you for every person listening to this today. I pray you bless them with a greater... Uh, revelation knowledge of who you are and who they are. Help them to understand the things that formed them and shaped them. Help them to be willing to ask questions and just go to this place with you, God, and that they will meet your grace and uh, just know who you are in relation to, in relationship to them on such a deeper way. So I love you, Jesus. I thank you for this day. Thank you for every person listening to this podcast. I pray bless them today, Lord, and we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. All right, friends. So I got up this morning. I was spending time with the Lord. I was thinking about what we've been talking about on the, on the podcast um, since we kicked off the Life Coach series. Uh, January 20th, we were discussing kind of what a, the function of a life coach. And then the 21st and 22nd, we went into the characteristics of a person who wants to transform. And then we started talking about vulnerability on the 23rd. I shared with you guys kind of my story with that a little bit and uh, understanding what vulnerability is. And then yesterday in the podcast, we were talking about shame and then how it was formed. I watched you guys through kind of my understanding of it just through reading Genesis, you guys, Um, you know, and that's the beauty of it. You guys have the ability to read and understand and just put things together and ask God to help you with it, you know? Um, We're all gonna look at things from a different perspective and so I think that's really important. Uh, So I just shared my perspective with you guys as far as how I believe that shame was formed. And then today I was still asking God the question. I was like, you know, Lord, there's gotta be more to this, right? Because everybody experiences shame, right every single person human being right however the way that i was explaining shame yesterday was you know okay you have the knowledge you're going against the knowledge of god when you go against the knowledge of god you experience shame adam and eve were naked in the garden felt no shame and then you know they had the knowledge of god but then when they uh you know submitted to other knowledge outside of the knowledge of god that they had when they doubted what they knew was true you know that's when you have the fall and all this kind of stuff and that's when they were afraid and they started to you know pull away from god pull away from each other and so um shame was shame was brought into the equation it doesn't say exactly how they were feeling but you can tell by their behavior that shame was present because um they were afraid they pulled away from god and they started pulling away from each other, and uh, shame will leave you in isolation, right? You believe that you're unlovable, and uh, because of your, you know, performance, therefore you are unworthy. And so I believe that's what Adam and Eve were doing when they were in the garden, you know, just by their behavior and the actions that they showed, that they were displaying the outward attitude of shame, right? They were they were kind of displaying what shame looks like, so, sort of on the outside level there. So anyway, I was like, okay, God. But how does this apply to everybody, you know? How does everyone kind of go through this? I was like, you know, I know that it happens when we go against the knowledge of God, but what about people who claim to have it apart from God, right? You know, people, I mean, there are people out there who will say that they have shame and they don't have the knowledge of God. And it was like, I was thinking I was talking about this in the podcast that I recorded that got deleted. I was like, wow, if somebody can actually admit that they have shame and they don't have the knowledge of God. Kudos to you, right? I mean, you've got the most grace coming your way. God gives grace to the humble. So if you can be so humble and so, you know, honest like that, that you have shame and you don't have the knowledge of God, well, you are a prime candidate for God's grace. God gives grace to the humble. He will definitely show himself to you with that type of heart, that type of person. So don't ever be ashamed of your shame and the things that you don't know. Because, um, you know, when you, when you don't admit your ignorance on certain things, that's when you get into trouble. Right. You, you got to acknowledge where you don't know something and, uh, you know, your limitations in that way. So anyway, you guys, I was like, you know, Lord, what is the deeper issue here? You know, we were all made in your image, male and female. And every single person on this planet was made in the image of God. Okay. And, you know, so then I was thinking, okay, we all have a set of rules we live by and we feel shame when they are attached, when they are attacked by another source from the outside. So I was thinking about that, God gave Adam and Eve their set of rules. He goes, he told them what they could and could not do. Okay. And then when the serpent came and challenged that and said, No, you know, you won't certainly die. Um, I think that's when they started to feel the shame, right? Have you ever known something and then someone comes to you and tells you, No, that's not true, or attacks you or whatever? You know, um, you can feel a sense of shame. Well, I must not know what I'm talking about. I must be worthless, I must not know, right? I mean, and so anyway you guys um so we all have study set of rules and so then i was like you know i was thinking about it some more and then it just hit me right i'm like okay we all have a set of rules adam and eve got theirs from god but where do we get our rules from and that's when the question came to mind who gave you your set of rules and i was like huh okay god that's a really good question so everybody has rules they live by right whether whether they're the rules of god or they're the rules of that were passed down to you by your mom and dad right you have a set of rules that you are living by whether you're conscious of it or not. Okay. Um Adam and Eve were parented by God, but then they became parents of their children. All right. Then they had to give their children rules. And it was more difficult now because of the knowledge of good and evil. All right. They didn't have they didn't and that's the thing, Adam and Eve didn't have evil in the garden. They only knew good. So now obviously, you know, now they have the knowledge of of the good and evil, of good and evil in the world. And now they still have to they're still gonna have children. Right. God didn't, God did not take away the mandate to work and be fruitful and multiply and all those things. Right. They still had to do that job, but now, you know, now they got to do it with the knowledge of evil. That's a little challenging. You guys, how does the knowledge of evil make you feel right? It's, it's not fun. It's, it's a burden and it's frustrating and you know, um, it's confusing and, um, there's just so many things that are tied to it. So anyway, I was thinking about that, right? Like, okay, we all have a set of rules. So then who gave us our set of rules that we're living by? we got to ask ourselves these questions, right? And then I was asking, okay, you know, we have these set of rules that were passed down by God and then through man, to man, to man, to man, to man, to man. So as this process has gone on, what have we lost as the generations have been passed down, right? Okay, number one, the knowledge of God, people walking in the revelation of who they are being made in his image. Okay. Um, you know, people don't, like I said, a lot of people, some people listening to this podcast didn't necessarily grow up with, uh, the knowledge of God in their life. And it got lost in the sauce. You know, I got lost in, in, uh, you know, as life went on and, and, and things changed and, and all these, you know, context changed and all this kind of stuff. All right. We got lost in the, in God, God's knowledge got lost in the generations. Okay, now let's ask ourselves some questions, you guys. Let's go back to—we all have rules we're living by, no matter what—whether the rules of the Lord or the rules that your parents gave to you, right? The Adam and Eve of your life. What is the function of rules? Okay, let's let's talk about that for a minute. When God created Adam and Eve, when you go back to Genesis one, all right? He said. Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, he's talking to Adam and Eve, right? He goes, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground so god gave them the vision of what they were supposed to do he goes be blessed be fruitful and increase the number bam so god gives adam and eve the vision that he has for them he tells them this is what you're going to do you're going to be fruitful you're going to multiply you're going to rule and subdue all right and then he tells him this you know i gave you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it and to all the beasts of the earth and to all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground everything that has breath of life in it i give every green plant for food and it was so and God saw that all he had made and it was very good and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day so then you go into chapter two, which is a little insight into the sixth day, right? God's shown us the order that he created man. He created eat or Adam first, right? And what did he say to Adam? So he creates Adam. The Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. Right? Again, that's, that's the function. God created the world and he gave man the function to take care of it. That's our role. And the Lord, God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. So God gives the vision and then he gives rules and regulations to maintain the vision that he gave him. Bam. God only wanted good and God gave good rules to maintain a good vision. So this is where, this is where you are involved in the process of asking yourself, what is the vision for your life? And what rules are you living by? Are you able to analyze the rules that you're living by that are producing certain results. And that's where that's where Adam and Eve were struggling. They couldn't put two and two together. When God said, who told you that? Right? Who told you you were naked? Well, because first goes, God goes, where'd you go? And Adam goes, well, I was afraid. I was naked, so I was afraid. God was like, who told you you were naked? Right? Who told you these things? Adam's problem was never being naked. He was naked and he felt no shame. The problem was, He didn't have the knowledge. He wasn't living by the knowledge anymore to maintain the thing that God had given him to do. Right? He, he started living by the knowledge of the serpent instead of what God had told him to do. And so you have to ask yourself the same type of question. If you have results in your life, like Adam did, where you're in hiding and you're in fear and isolation and all those things, what rules? What rules are you living by? What are you doing? First of all, what's the vision for your life? Do you even know? Like you guys got to get a hold of this. What do you want for your life? What kind of relationships do you want to have? What quality of relationships do you want to have? What kind of, what, what do you want to be able to do to, to work and, and be glad in your work? Right. Um, let's see what else, uh, what, what do you want your life to look like in every single area of your life? Mental, physical, spiritual health, um, your, uh, your career your relationships, your education, uh, all of that. Like, what do you want to do, right? And do you have a system in place, a set of rules that will get you to the vision that you're seeking, right? And are you able to see now how the rules you've been living by are not producing the life you want if, in fact, you are not living the life that you want to live, right? I mean, that's why a lot of people go to life coaches because- Life coaches are supposed to help people understand the barriers that they have in their thinking that is keeping them from the things that they want to do, right? It's, it's, it's learning how to ask people better questions about what they believe about themselves and their situation. For me, I'm a Christian life coach, so I'm always going to take it through the, you know, the paradigm of the Bible and my relationship with the Lord. And so I always like to ask people, okay, what is your relationship? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about God? What do you believe about other people? right? And are those beliefs stealing, killing, and destroying you? Or are they giving you life? Are they producing the fruit of the spirit? You have to be so honest with yourself about these things, you guys. And if you're not honest, I'm telling you everything I'm telling you right now is not going to work. Okay. And you're going to hate me because you're going to say, Oh, well, this life coaching process doesn't work. And only, it only, it only, it doesn't work as long as you want to stay in denial. If you want to lie to yourself And you don't want to tell yourself the truth and you don't want to feel your emotions and you don't want to be vulnerable. Like we talked about in the last podcast on the 23rd, if you don't want to face your emotions and how you feel, then this will absolutely do nothing for you and go do something else. Right? I mean, you don't have to listen to this podcast. You know, there's other people out there that can, you know, tell you what you want to hear, but you guys, I'm trying to tell you the truth so you can get the freedom that God says. God says the truth will set you free. So if you feel like you're not free, then you're telling yourself a lie somewhere Right, you're de- You might even be denying yourself your ability to tell the truth. You might have lived so much where other people have told you what the truth was, like Serpent did to Eve. No, that's not how it is, that you're all confused and you're just like, what the heck? I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. you got to get your confidence back, right? You need to get your authority back. You need to start paying attention to what's being produced inside of you, you know, and if you have these emotional stresses in you, you need to acknowledge it, and then you need to go back and say, okay, God, who told me this? Why am I afraid hiding from you and and other people, right? There's something that someone said to you that you subjected yourself to instead of what you know to be true. And now you're hiding off in fear somewhere. But the only way to get out from underneath that fear is to acknowledge the thought process you had behind it. And that's exactly why God challenged Adam and said, who told you that? So again, you guys, I'm kind of going, I don't want to go too far on a bunny trail, but just ask yourself, you know, who told you that? What's the function of rules? Rules are to maintain the vision that you have for your life. If your vision is not being carried out, if you're not seeing the outcomes in your life that you want, you better change the rules. You better change your beliefs that you have about certain things. Challenge what you believe about yourself and other people. What meaning have you attached to certain events in your life, you guys? Ask yourself these questions. What meaning have you attached to certain things that have happened? Um, But you know, get honest with yourself. Start with how you're feeling right now and where you're struggling and then work backwards okay because that's where you're gonna find the root of the problem Um, you can only you can only move forward as far as you've understood the problem you're currently having if you don't go back and understand you're always gonna repeat the same thing over and over again and you're gonna be super frustrated so rules let's talk about that the rules that we live by they we're gonna break it down more they get translated into habits of your daily life okay so if you want to change your life you got to change your habits you guys But the only way you can change your habits is to change your rules. You got to change what you believe about certain things, right? If you have um, oppressive beliefs about God or yourself, right? If you believe that you're worthless and all these kinds of things, how far do you think you're really going to get in life, right? So the first, you got to get out from underneath that shame, right? You got to get out from underneath that. You got to acknowledge that it's there. You got to be honest. And then you got to ask God to give you the knowledge that you need. Lord, how do I need to think about this thing differently? This is what I believe about myself. I think I'm worthless because. Because why? Right? Insert here. Okay? I'm worthless because. What do you believe about yourself? Who told you that? You know, what do you believe about the Lord? Ask yourself these questions, you guys. All right. So who told you that? And that's the other thing. Start to challenge the rules. Challenge your beliefs about things. If you're not getting the outcome you want in your life. Okay? So who told you that? What was the context? You guys, all, every single gener- generation of people has a different set of rules. If that makes sense, right? There was different things going on in the economy. There was different. Cri- there was different things going on in relationships. Some people have been hurt in relationships a lot, so the only thing that they pass down is uh, armor and protection. Does that make sense? Like they're very walled off people, so they teach their children to be walled off and how to be isolated and independent. Right? People who live in fear and, and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. They're gonna teach their children how to do those things as well. So you gotta ask yourself, you know, what was your environment like growing up? Uh, how did you guys treat each other? Uh, what was the culture like? How did you relate to one another? Um, you know, start asking yourself these things. What role did those roles did those rules play by? What was the function of the rules that were set up? What were they trying to create with the rules that they had? Um, you know, ask yourself these questions, you guys. Now, and here's one last thing really quick, and then I'm going to get off this podcast. Are the rules that you're living by and do the rules produce a, uh, hold on. Do the rules produce a different outcome that is different than your function? How does that make sense, Ashley? I was reading this earlier, you guys. So Everyone has a different function, right? You have a different purpose. Sometimes the rules you're living by are not are not working for the function that you have, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, uh, like man and woman, for instance, right? God, there's a reason why God talked to Adam and he said he gave him the rules first. You know, um, he wasn't created. And then uh, the woman was created. She had a different function. She was a helpmate, right? She was going to help the man. And, uh, you know... So I guess what I was thinking was is if we don't understand the role that we all play, you know, especially like a man and a woman, um you're going to struggle. And I was thinking too, you know, I think a woman wants to always like support whatever's supposed to be happening, but we got to have the people around us like speaking up, right? Like look what happened in the garden. You know, she's trying to defend the knowledge that Adam had given to her and that God had given to her, but then all of a sudden her husband's not saying nothing and he's being all quiet and then and then here comes this outside source telling her that what she's been told by her by her husband by adam and by god that it's not right and her man is not saying nothing he's sitting there being quiet and so what i mean you guys is can we look and say can we go back and say okay god what is the function of a man in that way why are men quiet when they need to stand up why are men quiet when they need to to speak up um why does a woman get so easily uh, kind of manipulated and taken advantage of thinking that she doesn't know any better, right? I think that's why sometimes the woman's rights and that kind of thing becomes so loud because women, uh, you know, after being in the garden, we're a little insecure in what we know. And, you know, we got outside sources telling us, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And then the men that we're supposed to have, you know, uh, carrying certain things out they're they're silent, you know, uh, i don't know if we've ever i don't think we've actually recovered from that i know that god has given us grace and he uh you know he provides practical wisdom but uh you know uh, we all have an individual relationship that we're supposed to carry out with the lord and asking him you know what is my function god what am i here for what role do i play Uh, how do, do I need to live so that role can be played out, right? What rules do you need to be living by to to play out the role that you have? And, uh, you know, just asking God those types of questions, right? I mean, if you want to have a quality relationship with somebody, there's going to be certain rules that are going to be in play, right? You got to be trustworthy, respectful, understanding. You got to learn how to listen, right? So you're going to establish rules of engagement to create that type of environment. If you want to be financially successful or you, you know, or you want to, uh, you know, uh, be able to, uh, have, have money and make it work for you and all that kind of thing. And, and not stress about it all the time. You're going to have to learn the rules that go with, you know, the laws of money, right? You're going to have to, uh, know how to not, uh, overspend your income. Right. A lot of people will, you know, make, you know, let's just say, um, you know, fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 a year or whatever. And then they end up spending forty nine a year on all liabilities, right? You know, they're just blowing their money on all this kind of stuff that they don't even have money for. You know, uh, when me and my husband, uh, were looking to buy our house, they told us off our income that we could buy a house for $250,000 when the truth was we could only afford a house for $80,000. There's a big gap there, you guys. So you got to ask yourself, okay, you know, <laughs> that's the other thing. Um, that's a that's a, that's a big gap and what's up with that? You guys got to know your situation and you got to be more acquainted with your situation and the reality of it than somebody else because they'll take advantage of you whether you see it or not. So you got to know yourself. You got to know your situation so you don't get manipulated and taken advantage of by people. You got to know your vision for your life. What do you want to accomplish? You know, um, God already told us what he wants us to do. Be fruitful multiply. Rule and subdue. Be fruitful and multiply in your family, you know, and take control of it. Don't let other outside sources and creatures, per se, um, tell you what they know, what only you and Adam know, so to speak. Husband and wife relationship. Those are the, those are the only two that's needed in the equation, right? Adam and Eve and God, right? Husband and wife relationship and the Lord, right? That's that's the only thing that you need to. To really be able to uh, create the life, right? You don't need another Adam and Eve to come and tell you what to do. Adam and Eve were not commanded to rule over each other. They were said, they were told to rule and subdue the earth together. They were supposed to be a team. They're supposed to be working together. They're supposed to know their roles and their functions. And it's just when you know this out, these outside sources come in and try to challenge us, and one, you know, don't somebody's starts speaking up, and you know all these different kinds of things that happen. And still in marriage, you guys you know, in life, in, in society today, it's, it's going to make an impact. And so I feel like I'm absolutely digressing you guys. So ask yourself these questions really quick. I'm going to run back through them. Who gave you the rules? Who gave you your set of rules? What have we lost as the generations have come and gone? What is the function of rules? Um, Rules turn into habits in your daily life. If you want to change your life, you got to change your habits. So, what habits do you have daily? Make a list of your habits and ask yourself if they are um, adding to the vision you have for your life. Who told you that? Right. That's kind of. You should probably ask yourself after. You know who the rules that you live by, and then ask yourself who told you that. That should probably be the second one there. Who told you that? Um, what was the context? What was the environment that shaped the rules that you live by? Um, what role did those rules play? What what were they trying to accomplish? And asking yourself the question now, you know, um, do the role that you play, are, do you have um, rules in place that will produce the function that you have, you know, the vision that you have for your life? Okay, different roles, different rules, different contexts, different so you can't live by the same set of rules that someone else has, if that makes any sense, because you have a different function. We're all supposed to rule and subdue. We're all supposed to be fruitful and multiply, right? But you're gonna do it in a different way. I mean, you have different desires for different things you wanna do and accomplish, you know, uh, different skills, different talents, and that's that's absolutely fine. You just have to, okay, the things I wanna do Excuse me, how am i going to make it fruitful if you want to have a family how are you going to have a fruitful family how are you going to have love joy peace patience goodness faithfulness self-control forbearance gentleness in your family how are you going to produce the type of family that you want so sit down and think about your vision you guys sit down and think about the rules you're living by that is contributing to that vision who told you that where did your habits come from are, what habits do you have in place that are a result of the rules you're living by and do you need to maybe change some of your habits by chain and really get down to the beliefs that you have and say, okay, Lord, where do I need to really just like get rid of some of this uh, deep rooted stuff that's in me that's producing things in my life I don't want? And how do I know, how can I get to a place where I know what I want and I can work towards that by the rules that I establish in my life? So you guys, I hope this makes sense today. Um, I'm trying to, you know, just encourage you guys, um, check out food for thought Friday on Facebook. You guys, I got to talk quick cause I've only got 30 seconds left. So food for thought Friday on Facebook, daily encouragement, with Ashley Campbell, soul food Sunday on YouTube where we go live at 6 PM Pacific time. My husband and I are just sharing with you guys the things that, uh, we believe the Lord is encouraging us with to encourage you guys. Um, uh, check me out on Instagram, daily encouragement, underscore Ashley. And, uh, yeah, in the podcast, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening, sharing and supporting it. Um, I hope that this episode Uh, encourages and blesses you guys Um, I'm going to jump off here and I will see you tomorrow